Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a long-awaited edition of Cal- Deutschland Couch Show. As always, joined by my wonderful co-host, Elliot. Um, we're just going to, as we all know, the season is just around the corner with both Bundesliga and Serie A kicking off this upcoming week. So we are going to be diving into our predictions for how we think the season's going to go. First, we're going to get started off with the Bundesliga. So, Elliot, who do you have in 20? You, you go first, since I'm my thing is going to be longer. All right. Um, in 20th, I have Heidenheim. Um, obviously, they were recently promoted, but I do not think that they have the team capable of staying in the Bundesliga for a long spell. But... You never know. We've seen crazier surprises, but I just don't think that they have the team not capable to be able to stay in the top life for the long term. Yeah, I agree. I think they got about a spot. They have about a 2% chance of surviving. That's how confident I am that they're going to not. It's it's kind of like uh, Town for England. It's a fun little story, and it's awesome, but it's going to be a rough time. They didn't bring anybody in that uh, great in. They have... Uh, most of their, their squad is Bundesliga quality, except for maybe one player. And, uh, you know, to, to survive in this league, you need at least two players are, that are at least the quality of the league, bare minimum, and they, they just don't have it. I, I don't think – maybe they won't be the worst team historically bad, but, but they're, I think they're, they're probably not going to have much success uh, surviving. In 19th, I have another team that was recently promoted, but for also the same reasons. They, To me, they'll still finish above Heidenheim, but they will still struggle within the league. I have Darmstadt. Yeah, I th- I'm, I, uh, we have the same. I think Darmstadt has a chance of surviving, um, but it, and they do have Bundesliga quality players, unlike Heidenheim. Uh, but I think it's going to be tough just because uh, I'm not going to give away my stuff, but the other portion of my, the, the, the team I have in front of them has experienced players who've been in the league a long time. And I think that that, that will play, I, that'll, that'll go against them, but I, they do have a chance. Uh, I think they have a, they have a, a decent chance to survive, but I, I just don't think they'll be able to do it. Um, in seven, wait, yeah, 18th, actually, this team no, is really, is, it's sorry. Uh, it's, um, it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, 16th. Oh yeah. Cause that's right. They only have 18 and we're just like, my bad. So in 16th, this team has really struggled last season but they still did enough to be able to do what is needed to stay in the Bundesliga. But I have Bochum in the relegation playoffs. They've just been really having issues lately, but they do have the experience needed to stay in the top flight, especially when they go up head-to-head with the team in Bundesliga 2, but I still think they'll have a tough season, but they will have the quality to maintain their position. But if not, I have the feeling that they will be in the relegations on this season. Yeah, obviously we don't know the matchup, but are you saying that they're going to get relegated or will they finish third and survive? 
Exactly. No, which which one? Just whichever one you think. I you think, think they more- survived because of their history, but like I said, they're going to struggle this season. Okay, fair enough. I have uh, Stuttgart. Um, yes, Stuttgart is, has always done – it's like every year they, sk- they skate by the skin of their teeth. Every year they lose a piece or two. Uh, the defense is still there, and I think they're not going to get – go down because they they can't defend but i think they just won't be able to score goals and i think that will be their biggest problem um again strugard have been playing this 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 game uh for far too long they are again skating on ice um and i think this time they're going to go straight through um and i do i do think uh i'm going to just predict it because uh, whatever uh I, I either schalke or nuremberg will beat them in the playoff i don't they won they went through last year in the playoff and they 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 managed to go through, uh, but I, I don't think you can you can play this game and continue to 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 get lucky. So I'm going to say they 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 finish third from bottom and they get relegated. All right, you're going to do your I believe it's going to be fifteenth through the top until you hit the top ten. So who do you got? Okay, I'll I'll go through that and then. You let you let me know after I go through it if if any of the teams I named do you have in the top ten, and otherwise you just you just randomly pick the order of the rest. Is that does that sound good? Um, that sounds good to me. Okay, so we're what we're at what fifteenth fifteenth Osberg Osberg aren't uh, they they have good enough quality. They have a Bundesliga squad for sure. They have enough. They they lost their goalkeeper, which I think was a big reason they they survived. They have two goalkeepers i we don't know which one is going to start i think that is uh slightly uh concerning there's no identified number one uh, they did bring in uh um uh what's the name okagawa from armenia bfl who just came up from Bund- uh well uh, they got they got relegated again um unfortunately but uh he was one of their best players in the bundesliga who's one of the best players last year i think that's a good signing you got the child out out of town as well i think that's a good thing um uh, so i have osberg in, in 15th um in 14th i have uh Bulkham, known as the non-relegators or <laughs> that's what it used to be called because they stayed in they stayed in the bundesliga for like i don't know three decades never never finished they finished like above t- top 10 like twice but they never got relegated um i think they have one of the best coaches in the league they may not have one of the best rosters in the league, but I think they have they have one of the best coaches in the league. I think their their team is good enough to um, to stay up. I think they have enough in there to concede the the minimal amount of goals as possible, um, but also they have enough where they're going to score enough. Again, I don't think it's going to be like they're not going to be skipping around at the bottom. They'll be fighting for their lives at the bottom, but I do think they have a, an edge over the other ones. Um, 13th, I have Hoffenheim. Uh, Hoffenheim brought in uh, uh, Wouty Weghorst uh, recently, so maybe it changes a little. They still have Kramer, Weghorst, uh, but they lost Baumgartner, and that's that's the ba- main reason. Well, that's two reasons. One of the reasons I have them this low is every year I said they're gonna they're gonna overachieve, and they always they you know they just uh, let me down. Uh, but no Baumgartner, that's a pro- that's a an issue because of how important he was to that team. Um, the squad is actually pretty decent, but I, I do think that they 
they always underachieve what I think they're going to do. Uh, and I think, yeah, they, they're just, they just don't have, they won't have the, the necessary, um, I guess, I don't think they'll re- they, they could get dragged in the bottom, but I don't think they will, but I, I just don't think they're good enough to, to climb the table um, in the way that they would like. Um, unless Wildfie Waycourse goes back to Wolfsburg Waycourse, um, I think that they're going to probably be around mid table, I guess, technically mid table for them. Um, uh, number, uh, sorry, 12. I'm at 12, right? Yeah, 12. 12, uh, you're Gladbach. You lost your, 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 your uh, captain. You lost your top scorer. You lost your best player. And you've brought in um, not much. I mean, they still, I, th- I think Claudio Cone is still there. Um, I, I don't think they've, they've, they've run a, some, some interesting pieces, uh, but their, their big acquisitions have come from uh, Sparta Prague and uh, 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 Brett, Brett Brestis in the um, uh, French, uh, French League. And then obviously uh, the, the, um, the young Italian center back, Fabio, uh, I can't pronounce his name, but his come in, that's a good, they're good signings, but they're not going to change. They're not going to change the reality of it, and they're not going to overachieve what they're expected. They won't be able to even match what they did last season. They have a new coach. I'm not a fan of the coach personally. Um, but, yeah, I think Glogbach is, is pretty much uh, there. Uh, there. Um, 11th, I have Werner Bremen. Um, I, I do think they have a chance to go higher because they kept uh, Margaret Van Duckish. They, they kept Full Krug. They kept um, – uh, what's the other guy's name? I forgot. And then they brought in um, Navigata. Now Navigata is always injured, but if he's not injured, he can be serviceable. I think the fact that they have their top score, goal scorer and they have a good goalkeeper and they have a decent defense, they're going to do well enough to to not have to deal with relegation. Um, could they push the top ten? It depends on if they're if Fulcrook can score at the rate he did last season. If he if they're able to do that, maybe. But then then again, this last season he scored. They had the, the most goals in the league, and they still finished around the same spot. Um, so, of 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 the of your top ten, um, did did I mention anybody that you have in the top ten? Yes. Okay. Um, just one. Yep. Which which one do you have in the top ten? Just out of interest. Munchen Gladbach. Okay. So of the uh, sorry. So. Uh, Osberg, Bochum, uh, Hoffenheim, uh, Bremen. What what order do you just 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 because? What order do you want those to be in? What do you think? Or just you can just guess. I would say Bremen. Okay. Hoffenheim. Okay. Augsburg and then Stuttgart. Okay. Okay. Cool. So now 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 we're at ten, right? Yep. Yeah, ten. What do you have? In, then, then you can just take over now. Uh, you're tenth. In tenth, I have Munchenglabach. Yes, they lost their main, their captain, and they lost their key goal scorer. But they came over to my main, my my husband, aka Denver. But they, even though they haven't brought in much, they, like you said, you may not be a fan of the coach, but maybe this coach, maybe the person that takes this team in the right direction going forward but I think they have and they but they have a lot of their still their core pieces and 
with this new coach, they will work together on getting everybody up on the same page instead of relying on one single goal scorer. So with that, I will have Munchagladbach in 10th because I still think they'll do enough to at least secure a top 10 finish. Fair enough. Three coaches in three years, just saying. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, All right. (laughs) To be honest, that was kind of my thought process. For me, it was it was because remember last year I always called it um, Jonas Hoffman FC when he went to, off to Leverkusen. I'm like, oh, now they're fucked. <laughs> um, and again, he could do a good job, but I thought I thought um, the previous coach was going to do a better job, and I thought the previous coach was going to do a better job. And I'm not going to I'm not going to bet against myself. Um, Ten Cologne, yes, they, they lost their uh, best player. Uh, forgot where he went. I think he went to Dortmund, but I'm not sure. Anyway. Uh, but overall, I mean, Cologne is, is just always a team that, that, that is, is good enough. They don't have superstars typically. They do well enough to, to handle themselves. I mean, they, they, they pushed Byron around in that last game. They mm-hmm. took a point off them in their first meeting. They've gotten some big results against some big teams. I think they're, they're compact and they're, and they're, they're solid. They have, they have the intangibles, and they have a good enough squad to do it. Now, I don't think they're going to go op- op- beyond what we all expect. I don't think they're going to overshoot themselves, but, but I think 10 is – again, they, they finish around ninth or 10th every year. Um, I'm, just, I'm just looking at the past and looking at what they have uh, at their disposal. And, again, not an easy place to play. Um, uh, I mean, as a Glockbox fan, you know that. Um, so I, I, I'd say uh, 10th. But again, they could finish anywhere from eighth to tenth. But I just, I just, I'm just betting that they're going to be finishing in this portion of the table. I definitely will agree with pretty much for the same reasons. But I have Cologne in ninth. Obviously, based on past history, they finish in this portion of the table anyways. They're not going to really wow us. But they're not going to really, they're not going to get relegated either. So usually you can expect them to finish in a comfortable position every single season. So I have them in ninth. Okay. In uh, ninth, I have uh, Dortmund's uh, big, big betrayal, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Mainz. Now, Mainz are, are, are strong. They're capable of finishing up higher than this. I love their coach, I love the, the way they play. They kept they kept a lot of their good pieces together. They got rid of the pieces that were ineffective for them. So there's a lot of positive that you can say from this. My my logic here is just purely because the other seven teams are better than sorry eight teams are better than than Mainz. I expect them to finish in ninth again. Um, again, they could push higher, but I think it's going to be you know those other those other eight teams are are fairly uh, they got more money. They 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 have brought more pieces in, and so uh, Mainz is basically going to have to continue to build on what they put together last year. But they didn't bring in a lot, so because of that, I think, uh, yeah, they, they the, just the other teams are better. That's the only reason. If based on other things, they could they could go higher, but it's just the talent level is just not going to match up. But they will be tough for everyone. In eighth, I have your boys, uh, Wolfsburg. This is a team that could also make a real push into the European title picture. But based on how they were last season, I think it would be fair to at least them. They finished higher up than they did last season, but it's not going to be enough. Maybe it will be enough to finish up higher, but 
at least eighth is a reasonable position based on what we saw from him last season. Yeah, I think that's right. I got them in eighth as well. I think that, um, yeah, they, they just, they just, they have good pieces. They brought in enough. Uh, they robbed, uh, they, they ripped uh, Dortmund off with a, with a deal. Um, and they got a good coach. They got a good team. They got enough. They're bringing in um, a, a strike. Uh, they they have brought an attacker, Tiago Tomas from Stuttgart, who who will help with the goal scoring. You got Patrick Wimmer, one of the most exciting young players in the league. Um, but again, if you look at the other teams that I have in front of them, most of them have an individual, uh, a certain individual that is going to make it hard, just because on their uh, on brilliance alone and kind of the other pieces that these other teams have. So they won't make Europe, but I think, you know, eight, seven, six, five, all can, okay, not five, eight, seven, six can all compete with each other to be, uh, to have a European position. And um, I, they'll be in that competition, but I think because they don't have a superstar player, they have a rising star, just not a superstar yet. I think that's what's going to set them back. It's only going to be a talent thing, um, mostly, but I think they'll have a good season. I just don't, uh, but I don't think they'll go higher than, than what they did last season. In seventh, I have Mainz. I think, the, like I said, Mainz is one of those teams that usually finishes between seventh and tenth over the past recent seasons. So basically, from what I've experienced, this is definitely a fair position for them. But just like some of these other teams, they can either they can make a push for the European title pictures, but it'll come down to those stark pieces going forward but we'll see I still think that they could make a push but it will be difficult especially with the other teams that I have in front of them yeah I like that that's uh it's an interesting pick but I I, I hope that happens very desperately so because that that means they would get into Europe I think um so I'm at what seven right um that is seventh is th- this one I think is Frankfurt Frankfurt Lost a bunch of pieces. They, I mean, they lost a piece. It seems like they're losing a piece every single year. Um, they have a good enough squad, though, collectively. Um, again, they were they tilted at the end of last season, but but for a good portion, they were in that Champions League um, uh, competition, that that Champions League picture, Europa League picture. They end up getting back in the in the Conference League, but I'm not sure. Um, but the, the I think the big takeaway here is they kept Kulumuane. And I think any, everybody kind of accepted that he was going to leave. And the fact that he's still there, um, I, I think Frankfurt will finish in seven. Now, if he did not stay, I, I would have picked him to finish lower. So him just being there, if he can get – I know he had all the crazy season last year. If he can get 10 and 15 and 10 or something like that, because uh, I mean, cause that's less than what he, what he got last season. I guess in all competition, technically, it's, it's a little lower. But, but – uh, yeah, I think just because he's he's he can be that t- difference maker, there he'll uh, he'll be enough. And again, so there's there's other surrounding pieces that are good there. So I think they're seventh place team. In six, um, obviously their key player was out for most of the season last year, which really saw them finish in a place where we're not really used to seeing them. But now that he's back and especially now that he's going to have a chance to be at full fitness and we get to see him run wild. Um, I have Leverkusen in sixth. Um, obviously this is a team that is known for finishing in the European title picture or even just like, like one place below. 
Um, but I do think they will improve from last season now that they have their key player back. Um, and we'll see them back where they should be every season. But just last season, it was just really hard without their key player. And I'm trying to remember what his name was. Uh, Florian Verts. Thank you. But yeah, Thanks. now that Wurtz is back, I they're going to fire on all cylinders and get back to where they belong in the table. Interesting. You put too much stock in Mainz and not enough stock in Labor Gifts, but but I, I read it. Um, I got uh, who do I have? I, again, uh, you can you can send the hounds on me. I this this is not this is going to be controversial. I got Union Berlin in sixth. The fact of the matter is, as I said multiple times last season, Union Berlin were operating mostly on on guts and will. Uh, now they, they won so many games in the last 15 minutes. They, they, they were not a great, uh, uh, I guess they always found a way to win games when they shouldn't have. And that's what made them such a, a special team. Now they're going to be in champions league. And I know they brought in some pieces, but I, I just don't think it, it compares enough to what's going to be around them and what they're going to have to do again, because on a talent level, they're not, they're maybe a top 10, but it's not a, a sure thing. A Sheraldo Becker's, Becker's going to have to do the thing again. They got uh, the kid from Chelsea on loan. If he scores a lot of goals, I think there's a possibility that they could go even higher. But I think the Champions League is really going to fuck them up. And and again, unless they finish bottom, they're going to have to continue uh, with the Europa League, as dumb as that is. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're, I think they'll have a good season. I think that is a good season. I, I, I know people will disagree, but I think that's a really good season. Considering the way they won last season, the way they operated last season, it's going to just be more challenging. I I think they're just going to slip out a little. In fifth, I have Frankfurt. Um, I believe that they have enough key pieces. Even though they lost several key pieces, they do still have a lot of star power within that team to be capable to finish in a European spot. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be easy for them, especially with those key players lost, but they still have most of their starters who have worked cohesively together for the, for a very long time and know exactly what is needed to get the job done despite some of those player losses. Okay. In fifth, I have Freiburg. Again, I want Freiburg to make the Champions League. Every year, I hope they can. I, I need them to make the Champions League. I'm just so invested in that journey just because they've they've come so close so many times they were in the champions league last year and then they weren't in the champions league last year within like 10 minutes uh that's how tight it was down there in the european places and then the year before they lost they they were they lost the champions league on the last day of the season they went to the cup final and lost i mean it's, it's just it feels like they, they do everything they're supposed to do and it just they just there's like one or two results that screws them over and again i I'd love for Dortmund to to just completely fall apart and finish outside of the top four, but I, I don't think that's possible. So I think I think Freiburg is gonna have a great season. I think they added they only had like one piece, but I think the the, the, the squad they had already assembled is is definitely a top five um, uh, team in the um, in the league, and I think they'll continue to build on that. But I, I just think from a talent perspective, the other four teams are just far too, uh, um, I guess, I just think they're better. And I think, unfortunately, they're going to miss out their straight year. But but I still I still have some hope that they could do something historic. 
That's one team I'm missing. I don't know where I transposed something. Shit. I don't even have Freiburg on here. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Wait. Well. Okay. Well, yeah. do you hold on? Do you want to repl- replace them with one of the, the, the teams that you have nearby? Or are you going to put them in the top four? It's up to you. Hang on. Let me think about this for like a second. So, so behind you have, I think you have, uh, actually, I forgot. You have Frankfurt. Uh, down there, you have Leverkusen down there, you have Wolfsburg down there, you have, um, I don't know. <laughs> Hang on, let me think about this for one second. I'm like, wait, when you mentioned Freiburg, I'm like looking at my list, and I'm like, shit, I'm forgetting Freiburg. Did you put the same number twice or something? <laughs> no, I'm surprised because normally I'm literally, oh, okay, we'll get to that story once we get to that table, but I think I'm going to. Swap them out for one of the teams that I had in fourth. The team I had in fourth, actually. So you're gonna you're gonna put them in Champions League then? Yep. Okay, so who's not making the Champions League? Union Berlin. <laughs> okay. All right. So so j- just explain both, and then and then I'll I'll go f- with my fourth. Okay. Um, I would put. Well, I'm going to be putting Freiburg in fourth. They have a great team full of star power. Has they have a great manager who's taken this team to the next level, and especially from when I started like eight years ago with the sport, when I saw them, they were like usually in the middle of the table somewhere, but they've really like moved up the past few seasons and have put in the work and effort and have brought in all those necessary key pieces. So I think they will finish fourth. Okay, and you have so you have Union Berlin in fifth. Just are you are you saying just because of Champions League or for other reasons? I don't know. It's like I wish I had remembered Freiburg. Now it screws everything right. up in my head. Oh, story All in right. the life, of, but we'll just uh, keep going. Okay, you so you got a Freiburg fourth, uh, Union Berlin fifth, um, yep. Dortmund. I got Dortmund fourth. Um, look, they lost Bellingham. They're gonna come off a season that they. They choked away the the title that was theirs to win. Um, they overpaid for um, Felix Nechea from Wolfsburg. They brought in enough. I mean, they brought in Sabitz or they brought in some pieces. But my issue, my issue actually just isn't with Dortmund. It's the team I have in front of Dortmund. The team I have in front of Dortmund added all these pieces. They've upgraded their squad so substantially that I find it. I I, th- I don't think Dortmund can repeat that success. Because last season, they were not in the title race, and then they were. They were only in the title race for about half of the season. The first half of the season, they were not in the top four. So I, I just don't think they can do that again. Uh, and I, I just think Dortmund's plenty good enough to finish in the top three, top two even. But I just think the sort of the what happened last year, it's going to be difficult to recover from. And I think they're going to take a step back. In third, I have Dortmund. Obviously, they lost a lot of these key pieces. And, yeah, you're right. They it was, The title is theirs for the taking, but like the season before that, they choked it. And I don't think they were peaked to save success. Yeah, they brought in these other pieces, but not to, their players not to the same level that of the players that were lost. But... I still think they'll make a top three finish, but 
they will have nowhere near the success they did last season. Um, I have Leverkusen in three. Th- sorry, in, in third. I mean, Florian Wirtz is back. I think he's going to win Player of the Season. I think he's going to be absolutely ridiculous. He's already in in their uh, German Cup game. He, I think, he had a goal and assist. So he's he looks he looks good. Um, I've never seen a player come back from injury and look that good. The guy who came in, came in in February. He ended up he ended the season with like seven assists and uh, I think five goals, and that's. So it's like 14 goal contributions in like 21 games. It's ridiculous. So then uh, Javi Alonso in year two, where he'll have his team for the beginning. Diaby's gone, but Aldi is, is Diaby, but, but a little less technical, but a little quicker. They brought in um, – who would they bring in? The kid – the guy from um, – uh, hold on. I, I just want to check because I, I, I don't want to uh, miss um, – okay. Yeah, so they, they brought in – uh, one of the, 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 the top scorers or the top attackers in the, uh, the Belgium League. Jack is in from Arsenal. Giannis Hofmann came from, from your boys. You got a, a right back from Brazil that came in. And then there's obviously there's some other. Um, Grimaldo uh, from Benfica. I mean, they, they loaded up. They, they're not playing games this season. Now, I, I don't think they have quite the team to dismantle the other two. But, uh, you know, I think Leverkusen is going to have a really great season. In second, I have Leipzig. This team was on fire last season, and they've added a a lot of firepower during this transfer window. And I think they'll finish with – I think this is the team that will give Bayern some issues going forward. Obviously, it's going to be fun to see them in this title picture, especially since the of the pieces that they brought in. But yeah, I have uh Leipzig as runners up. So you so Bayern uh, 13 in a row then, <laughs> 12 in a row, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever the hell number we're on because <laughs> everybody's lost count at this point. All right. I mean, that's fine. You you do you. You know, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be courageous here though. <laughs> um oh, I, I like I, it. I have – I'll explain why. But I have um, I have Bayern finishing second. Now, part of it is I don't believe Thomas Tuchel has any clue. Of, not He's a good coach, but he doesn't know how to coach this team. Um, now, he has a lot of uh, uh, explosive materials. Harry, Harry Kane just come through from, from, from Spurs. I think he's going to score a lot of goals. I do think that they lack some th- certain things in the Super Cup, and I'm not based on the Super Cup, even though they were smacked to, to pieces. Um, but in the Super Cup, you see gaps in the midfield. You see some uncertainty in certain areas. Defensively, they look strong at times, but they also made mistakes. I think they're, they're, they're capable of these things, but I think the, the person directing the ship is, again, not a bad coach, but I don't think he understands his team very well. And I also think that – I just think that Bayern have enough, obviously, to win the league. But I think there's going to be – because, honestly, last year they shouldn't have won the league. And, again, Leipzig got a lot better, way better. And, and again, Leipzig don't have a ding-dong as a coach. They have a real coach now. I mean, no disrespect to the previous one, but he wasn't, he wasn't ready for this. Leipzig is the, is the one team that Bayern has a lot of uh, issues with. In, in their last four games, Leipzig 
are unbeaten, I think. They beat them in the Super Cup uh, last uh, a couple days ago. They beat them second to last game of the season. Then the, uh, before that, they got a draw at the Red Bull Arena. So the last time they actually lost to Bayern Munich was in the Super Cup last year. Um, then meanwhile, uh, Leipzig, who has already a good team, they've replaced everybody and upgraded most of the pieces they lost. Slavish Lie left. They brought in um, Christopher Baumgartner, who put, put up almost the same stats with a much worse team. Brought in Javi Simmons. They brought in um, Seco. They brought in Seawold. I mean, they brought in so many pieces that will fit this puzzle. And that's that's not to mention they have Timo Werner back. They have Andre Silva still on the attack. They have a good defense. The goalkeeper is going to come back at some point. And I think they're going to be an incredibly uh, formidable um, side. And with Marco Rose in charge of that side, I have faith. Again, I'm not guaranteeing that they're going to win. But they have all the materials necessary to knock off the reign of terror. And I think this is the year that it will actually do it. Just for the record, in the last 12 years, I have not picked them not to buy not to win the league. But I think this team is strong enough and good enough to be, really be able to do it. Very well. And now we are moving on to the other portion of the uh, – podcast that we always take care of Syria um so we're gonna just run through our table um so I'm gonna let you go first this time so who you got in 20th uh Frozenone it's not because I mean it's 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 a cop out that that you know uh picking the the team in last place but I I do think that they just they just bring they didn't bring in enough um uh, I think to really Again, my, my, my rules for survival, a, a guy who can score at least 12 goals, a defender, a defense that can get some, some win some close games, some zero zeros, and a goalkeeper that's, that will, will keep you um, close in games. Again, all this, no disrespect to any of them, but they don't have any of those three things. So for that, for that very reason, I got them bottom. And 20th is another team that really hasn't done much, but – um will but will not stay. I have the I have Leche. They even though they've had experience before in Syria along with Forcione, they they're also another team that really doesn't have a lot of key pieces that could give you those twelve goals, a goalkeeper that will do enough to be able to keep you safe from relegation. Um so yeah, I have Leche in twentieth. And uh, they just sold their best player to Sporting Lisbon. So if exactly. I was going to do this again, I'd probably have them bottom. But I'm I'm sticking with what I got. Um, I got Hellas Verona again. Remember they they survived because the last game of the season they beat uh, Spezia in that in that uh, relegation whatever cup final whatever you want to call it. Um, again, they're decent. They have enough there. There there's some interesting pieces, but they've just over the last couple of years. Uh, after Yerich and after um, whatever his guy's name is, uh, they, they've been selling the pieces every single year and they're not keeping enough of them with the, with the team. And because of that, they've just, they just don't have enough individuals, enough players that are really going to be able to make a big difference this upcoming season. And again, I think they could survive maybe, but I, I, I think that they're going to, they're going to really struggle. In 
19th, I put Frosione, the same reasons with Leche. They are a team that will didn't bring in a lot. They don't have those key components to be able to survive. So, and obviously their, their goalkeeper isn't that great either. So I have them in 19th. Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> um, I, I have uh, I have Lecce in 18th. Uh, again, the only hope that I had that they would survive is their, their main man playing another uh, big role in this season. Um, but their main man just went to Sporting Lisbon. And um, outside of him, they don't have too many other pieces that are going to be you know, good enough to really keep them from, from the bottom. Um, and I think that it's inevitable that they're going to be down there. So, um, uh, bye-bye Lecce, I guess. Um, in 18th, I have Verona obviously survived down by the skin of their teeth, as they say. They are a team that will struggle and they'll be lucky if they are able to survive another season. But if they are able to, by a miracle, survive, I do think that they will get relegated probably next season. But just based on what we saw from the last season, they are not the team that they were. And I think they'll struggle, and I think they will end up getting relegated this year. All right. So we got the same bottom three, just a different order. Um, in 17th, I have Genoa. Um, part of me is just hoping that they don't really get relegated, but I also think they've done enough. They haven't done a ton. They've been, been, they've been all right, but, but they have brought in enough pieces where I can see, okay, they're, they're not going to score a lot of goals. Sorry, buddy. Uh, but their defense is good. Their goalkeeper's pretty good too. So they'll be able to win some close games against some other bad teams. I think they'll get a, a game or two, a 0-0 against a Juve or against a Juve or against a Juve. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but uh, I, I think they, I think they got enough to to survive uh, uh, this season. I don't know. It's just it's just the type of team that Juve would drop a game to. So it does. It's just that's that's the vibe I get. But yeah, I got them. I got them surviving. But it's going to be by the skin of the teeth. In 17th, I have Salernitana. Um, this is a team that did really, for me, surprisingly well last season. We're able to survive relegation after being promoted. But I still, they also were kind of near that bottom of the table last season as well. And I do believe it'll be the same thing this upcoming season. But I still think they'll do enough to stay another year. Um, okay, and 16th, I have Calgalari. Again, I, I suspect this will be Claudio Ranieri's last season. And his last moment will be, will be keeping the team he started with safe. And that's the perfect way where he can live, you know, ride us off in the sunset and, and live his last years in, in enjoyment. Um, they do have an, they have they have a lot of the the pieces that they had last time there in Syria, so the goals are going to be there at least a good a good am, an amount. They're decent in the midfield. They're de- they're just okay everywhere. I think they're bad. Actually, the midfield is not good. They're they're bad in the midfield, but I think they're at least good enough everywhere. Else. So I think I think Cagliari, uh, again another one that's going to escape by the same thin 
thin of their teeth, but I think Rainier will not allow himself to get relegated uh, with this team, and I think after the season he will retire. In 16th, I have Genoa. Um, obviously, they just got re-promoted, but before they got relegated, they were a, they know exactly what to expect from teams in Syria since they've had the history. And so I think they'll be able to move up in the table because obviously, unlike their, one of the other teams, Verona, they brought in a several key pieces, not a lot, but it will. Pro- I think it'll be just enough to, for them to be able to get the ball rolling again and get back up the table at some point, even though it will take some time. Okay, uh, so I'm at 15, right? That is correct. All right. Well, I'll say the jig is up for Salentiana, but there's yeah, there, I, I don't think they're going to have a very successful season. I think they're going to completely rely on um, Dia to score the 18 goals or whatever he had last season. I think he's capable of doing that again. I think they have a not, they're, they're, they're not great in a lot of places, but if he can find the back in a pretty regularly, I think, I think they'll be okay. Again, I don't think they're ever going – they're not going to be in the bottom of the table with their feet on the table, you know, with chilling. They're going to they're gonna be there looking over their shoulder, but I, I, think, they'll, I think they'll end up – surviving by, uh, you know, four or five points. But I don't think they'll ever, they're never going to be relaxed during the season, even at that, por- at that portion of the table. Uh, but I think they'll, they'll survive. And I, I, don't, I don't think they'll just survive, but, but I think they're not going to have a, a, a great season. But a great season for them is keeping themselves in the league, and I think they'll do that. In 15th, I have Cagliari. Obviously, they're not they're a show their former selves in a way, but they will have enough power and talent to be able to survive, even though it will be difficult, especially since we know they won't let themselves be relegated. But I do think they will struggle, so I have them in 15th. In 14th, I have Empoli. They've lost a good portion of their squad, particularly the goalkeeper, which is quite concerning. But their young midfield phenon still remains, so that gives them at least a chance to, to, to you know, to, to extend their stay in the league. Um, again, will he be there by the end of the season? I, I don't know. Maybe he leaves in January, but if, if he's still there in the summer, I imagine he'll be there until the end of the, the, the window or sorry, end of the season, and then he'll leave next summer. Um, but they have, you know, they're a decent team. They have enough there. They have a good coach. They have good infrastructure. They'll find a way to do it. And again. How I said, like, with Alentiana, they're not going to put their feet up on the table. I think Empoli probably will be able to. They're going to finish in the bottom half of the table, but they will not be under pressure to survive. Relegation will not cross their mind, but they're they're only going to be finishing a few places above those that have to concern themselves with it. So I got Empoli in 14th. In 14th, I have a team that really doesn't have much anymore, but could pull off, will do what is needed to continue to maintain their position within Syria. I have Torino. Um, like I said, I don't know. Pilates still there, right? No, Pilates in Roma scoring no goals in 31 games. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Torino really doesn't have much going for them anymore. And they'll, I, they're a team that you won't see really make a push, but they're not a team that's going to get relegated. So basically, I call 
everybody outside of the relegation, if they're not in the, near the relegation zone or they're not in your European spots, I usually call those the ones who can put their feet up on the beach and just like, you know, do what is needed to get survive and then just go chill on some mimosas or something. But yeah, but this is a team that has lost a lot of talent over the past few years. Hasn't really done a lot this transfer window, but will do enough to maintain their position with area. All right. Well, let me just say this. I'm not going to give it away, but I'm a Tom Brady pet. Where I have Tor- Torino, where you have Tor- Torino, is a Tom Brady pass from midfield. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I, so I have uh, – so, okay, I'm sorry. I got confused. What 13. number am I at? 13? Monza. I know Monza had this great season. They finished eighth place. They um, they have this coach that that I thought was going to be the coach of AC Milan, but the AC Milan uh, junkies decided to keep a guy who's obviously in, in, a, in has no no ability to to win, especially losing their best player. Uh, but 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 we'll get that when it, when it comes. All they did in the summer is maintain the squad they had last season. They needed to make a splash. They needed to bring someone really good in. And I know they got uh, 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 I forgot who they, they got, but but they got some. They got one piece that's interesting. But the, most of the rest of it is they just maintain their squad. And I think they're going to talk about Lord Gags. I, I, yeah, Gagarodini. I, I didn't know if it was this year or the year before. That's why I hesitated. It was but this I, year. He left on a three. Yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew that. I, I just I, the year I wasn't sure about. Um, but I, I think that they just maintain themselves and they've been in the league a year now. Teams have figured them out. And, uh, Perhaps they'll 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 win their customary games against Juventus, but but I I do not think they're going to really be in a conversation where they can push like we thought they were. I thought they're going to go out and be be ambitious, and they've they've kept everything and basically added one uh, extraordinary piece from Inter Milan. In thirteenth, I have Udinese. Um, again, this is a team that does enough to survive, but never really makes a push either. Um, so yeah. Uh, I, I got, I got you and as well, but one, one place in front of you. No, uh, Destiny Ugi, Ugi is at, uh, uh, Spurs now. So they lost a piece. They brought in, a, a took some, um, some interesting pieces from, um, uh, from around. I think their, their squad is good enough. They're going to lose their, their, uh, young stud in the midfield. But I think that they can overcompensate with some of the stuff they brought in, some stuff they have. A lot of the good players that they have already there are going to remain um, with uh, Dale Feu and, and Pereira and people like that. Um, they also brought in the tallest striker in the world. <laughs> so um, six foot seven, uh, uh, Lorenzo Luca. I'm very interested to see how that, that's going to work because he's enormous. Um, and, and, you know, so I think from a set piece perspective, they're going to be dangerous. I think they'll flirt with top ten half of this half of the season, and then they'll come back to reality. Udinese does this thing where they they convince us that they're going to be something different, and then they finish twelfth every year. <laughs> so I'm going to pick them to finish. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm going to uh, pick them to finish twelfth for the fifth straight year. In f- five years in a row, I've, I've picked them to finish the exact same spot. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not changing. In I think it's 12th. Yeah, right now no, you're at the – yep. Okay, at 12th, I actually have the reverse. I have Monza. Obviously, te- you had you mentioned teams have pro- figured out their routine. They'll get 
the some of the wins that they need to from the top tier teams like we saw last season against Juventus and Inter, especially Inter. Um, but they, but it's like they're. I feel like they're not going to go anywhere. So I still have I have them in twelve. In 11th, I have Sassuolo. Now, I really like what they've done in the market. I think they've been brilliant to get, uh, uh, like, half of their squad from Roma now, to get uh, Vina, um, Volpato, and uh, Felipe Mozzari from Roma, I think are really good deals. Um, again, they lost their, their man in the middle, but they got a good offer from, from you guys. They took uh, uh, um, Frodo's and Jose's top two scorers. Uh, uh, in Serie B, he had, I think, 15 goals last season. There's another midfielder that they got from Fresno as well. I think those are good additions. They still have Laurenti out wide, and I think Berardi's still there. Um, hopefully this season he learns not to kick people in nuts and, and pretend like he, he's the victim. But uh, <laughs> but uh, overall, I think they have all the pieces. They have a good coach. I think they're good. I think they'll, they'll, they'll pressurize the top 10 this year, and I think they'll make it next year. But, but I, th- I still think they're like a year away from getting top 10, but I think we're starting to see Sassuolo come back to what they were a few years ago. And this is the number 11th, correct? Yep. In 11th, I have Empoli. Um, obviously, they did well last season where they think they finished in like the top eight. But this season, due to the loss of some of their key components, will not have as much success, but will have enough success to at least be near that top 10 spot but it's not going to be like we did saw from them last season. Okay. I have in what this is 10th, right? This is the top 10. Oh, okay. I got, I got confused. Oh, I got Bologna in 10th. Again, I think Tiago Mota did a tremendous job with that team. I still think they have a lot of good players. Dominguez is still there. They got Musa Barro. Arnautovic isn't there anymore, but they have a lot of good pieces in a lot of areas. And I think the, the coach in, uh, Mota has done a really good job there. And I think he'll continue to do it. And put, like, if you just look at the, the acquisitions he made in the January transfer window and see how they played even in preseason, I think they have a good squad. And even though they've lost a little bit, they haven't lost that many pieces, but they lost some. And but they they managed to hold on to the important ones. So I think they're they're again, it's a slight step back because they finished eighth last season. But I think the other eight teams uh, uh, really improved, and they improved too. But I, I still think. Um, Finishing top eight and ten in two years, uh, two year span is, I think, is terrific. Especially that's because they used to hang out at the bottom of the table. Everybody, wait for it! In tenth, I have processed lunch meat FC, aka the Bologna. Pretty much, it's the same reason you mentioned. They brought in a couple good key pieces, but have also lost other pieces as well. Um, but. To finish, they're a team that re- over the past few seasons we've seen finish in between the eighth and tenth spot. Obviously, I think the other teams I ha- we have I have ahead of them are slightly better, but they're not like bad enough to like finish out of the top ten. Okay, in eighth I have the the team you just disrespected a few minutes ago, Torino. Um, listen, I- Ivan Juric is right there with Maurizio Sarri as the best coaches in the league. This is a guy who, who finished ninth and eighth or ninth and ninth with a Verona team that even though, you know, th- there was some quality there, wasn't particularly um, good. Uh, well, not particularly good, but they, they just didn't have the materials. What he's done with Torino 
when he took over this team, they finished 17th. Last season, they um, they finished eighth. The year before that, they finished ninth. They're just I just think they have enough pieces. The pieces aren't bad. I mean, uh, Peter Schur, who uh, is probably top three defender in the league, they have enough players to score goals around. Antonio Sanabria. Now, these aren't sexy names, um, but they have enough players to really push around. And um, oh fuck, I, I messed up. All right, my bad. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll finish my point. I, I just think they're going to overachieve, and I think it's going to become because of a management perspective. They have enough people to score goals. They'll defend well. They have a good goalkeeper. My my pal from Romania is going to going to come in there and be awesome. And then I think their midfield. I think they're pretty solid everywhere around, and have an incredible coach, um, and so on and so forth. Just just a, a small point of order. I have uh, uh, have them in in nine. Uh, sorry, in eighth. Fiorentina in ninth. And I guess I'll just I'll, I'll explain that now. Fiorentina obviously made the Conference League final. They did all these great things. They've lost some pieces. I'm about to think Venture is going to be leaving. I think they brought in a, a Beltran from River Plate. They they but they sold Arthur. I mean, there's a lot of different exchanges that were made. But as long as Nicholas Gonzalez is there, and some of the other pieces that have made them successful the last couple of years, I think they'll finish high up in the table. I just rate Torino a little bit higher. So I have just, just to, to know, I have Torino on eighth and Fiorentina on ninth. So I think you have to do two. My bad. I just got confused. No worries. Um, and I'll just do my eighth and ninth anyway, since you just did yours. Um, I have Fiorentina and ninth. And just the opposite in, but they're a team that has done really well and has really improved. But I don't think they'll achieve the same success they did last season, where I do believe they finish like a little bit higher, but not by much. But I, they still have come a leaps and bounds from two to three seasons ago, where they would finish in like 13th or 14th, and then above them. Even though this team has lost a lot of key pieces and stuff, especially Duvon Zapata and pretty much everybody, they've also acquired some good talent, but they're not as good as they once were to finish in the European title picture. I have Atalanta in eighth. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, in seventh, I have Juventus. And again, they brought they brought nobody in. They lost Di Maria, and again, the only thing that goes in their favor, really, and they still they still have that 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 uh, Donkey Allegri as their coach. They have talented. Yeah. They have talented players, but I think they're basing too much this season on Vladovic going back to to regular to the form he was at Fiorentina, and for young players to thrive and hit. Now they brought in some decent like they brought in Timothy Ware, who's an attacker. With uh, with five goals in the last two seasons, that's not good enough. I, I just think they have a problem, and I think they need to really rebuild. It's not even the players they brought in; it's the players they were interested in. The type of players they were interested in would be players that that they would never have been interested in uh, ten years ago. I just think that the the standard of the Juventus is dropping. They're not in Europe, and again, they got kicked out of a conference league that they didn't want to be in. That's like that's like banning me from Taylor Swift concerts. That's like they don't. Care. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they didn't want it anyways. Um, but so maybe that goes in their favor a bit. But I do think that that Juve are all over the place, and I think they're going to have a lot worse season than people think. They have talent, no, no doubt. But I, I just think they're going to take a huge step back again. 
I actually have them in the same spot for the same reasons. They lost a lot of key players. Haven't really they brought it although that they did as you told me yesterday, they brought in that one player fucking no one the third or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's Chinese, but uh Korean. But yeah. They have nobody and like you said, they're gonna rely too heavily on the youngsters who haven't really had a chance to start in the the first team. And they're also going to rely on certain players that they would have the success that they did at their former clubs. Uh, it's not going to be a. I I'm looking forward to watching the carnage unfold with them this season. I'm going to sit there and laugh, maybe sip some tea or some shit because that. See, but in all fairness, it's not the same without having them in like the Champions League picture. But I mean, you reap what you sow. I mean, they could. I mean, I actually don't think they can. Just because they're a coach. If they had a better coach, I think there would be at least a possibility. So I'm at what, six? Yep. Okay. So I was struggling between the, these next three. Just for the record, I think the top three and the, and the, the three below are not even close to each other, in my opinion. Um, so uh, fifth, sixth, seventh, right? Or sorry, sixth, uh, fifth, and fourth, I think are very close. These teams could finish in any order. Um, but this this is why Alanta, and this might be a little, I think Alanta will finish sixth. This is the reason. Remember how the, they spent their entire summer s- selling uh, Roy Mosoyland to Spain United for, for all that money? And then what do they do? They brought in, their issues are their defense, except for my, my, my golden boy there, and the midfield. They didn't help. They didn't address the midfield. They didn't address the defense. You know what they did? They brought like three attackers. They got King Charles. Unless they, unless they're gonna, unless King Charles is gonna have to play in midfield, talking again. But hopefully they they know that he's a, he's an attacker because because people with brains know that. Um, so King Charles is there is has been brought in. Skamaka has brought brought in, and they brought in even another attacker. They're losing Zabata, so they'll they'll have a lot of coverage in that uh, attacking space. But they also have Lokman there, who scored like 15 goals last season. So they have they're gonna have a loaded attack. They're gonna be unbelievably uh, versatile in attacking phase. But I think the midfield and defense is just is just it just lacks too much. If they if they had addressed the midfield and defense instead of doing all that stuff with the attack, and they needed at least one more attacker than what they had last year. But if they were addressed the other points, I think they would have finished a, a, just a spot higher, maybe two spots higher. But the fact that they ignored, I think their most the ter- their two most uh, pairing issues. I think that's the reason they're in sixth and not fourth or fifth or whatever. So I think that's but that's the only reason. Attacking wise, they're going to score loads of goals. In six, this is yep. obviously they're not going to finish in the like top four. They're not, but I do. This is my dark horse getting into the European competitions this year. Is Sassuolo? They've been doing a lot. Of, I want. They have been bringing a, in a lot of key pieces, and I feel like once this team gets cooking, it's going to be on fire. And so I'm going to be gutsy, and I feel like they're going to finish in the European title competition this year. That's a good shout. I, I think it's possible. I'm, I just don't have the, the courage to do it because I, I, I think it could, go, it could go one or two ways, and I'm not, I'm not certain yet, but that's a good shout. So I'm, I'm what, fifth? Yep. So a week ago, I would pick Roma to finish 107. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Just because, obviously, you know, we, we decide to 
<laughs> yeah, our, our transfer shit has been terrible. Um, Awar and, and, and Deke are, are amazing free transfers, but outside of that, we've done nothing until last week. Well, we, we basically tracked uh, for whatever in the pharmacy uh, and was trying to get a deal done with Saswalo. And then we tried to get Skamaka from West Ham. West Ham specifically said, we, wa- we do not want a loan-related um, uh, agreement. Roma kept offering shit that had included a loan. Like, they, they're just, like, deliberately not listening to what West Ham are saying. Now, West Ham, you can think, are clowns, and they've, been, they've had a horrible window. But <laughs> they literally told you repeatedly that they're not accepting offers that inc- they want a permanent solution, and they ignored it. Then he was going to go to Inter, then he went to Alonso, whatever. So, and then, obviously, so our top two targets, gone. One to Inter, one to Alonso. Our, our, number one, our number one and number two choices. The striker option, the other one was Marata. That's not happening. <laughs> then we wanted Sabitzer. He went to fucking uh, Dorman. We wanted Tilsman. He went to Aston Villa. Like, so we've, we've struck out in every conceivable way. Um, but then this last week, whatever, we're going to get Zabata. Um, Renato Sanchez and uh, Leonardo Paredes. And again, not my first choices. None of them were my first choices. But I think considering what we have uh, done, what we have in our team, with, with the, especially with Dybala Pellegrini, who I think is going to really go back to his, his former self. And then I think Bobe will take a big step. I think the team is very, very good. And I think that the, the, the guys we brought in on free transfer are very, very good. Um, it's just we should have been more aggressive. And I think that that's going to basically, basically that's prevented us from potentially making the Champions League. But I do think a top five is is possible. Um, I think six is also fairly possible, but I couldn't pick us to finish six for the third straight year. So I, I just think I believe in the individuals of Roma team. I believe in, in Mourinho. And with the new additions, they're going to be good enough for us to finish fifth. But again, if we really wanted to finish in the top four, we should have been aggressive and and spent and just spend the money to to get in uh, the, the necessary pieces. But I think we'll do all right, and I think we'll push fourth. But I, I do think we'll come up short. But if we get Leonardo from Santos, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a whole sag over there. But if we get him on top of what we have, then I think we can make fourth. But if, without that, I think we're fifth. And again, fifth is an improvement on sixth. So. Um, but it, it, it's been a, a wild window, and the last few weeks have, have turned a little and, and stuff like that. But I, I think we're almost fifth. And if if it, you didn't get any transfers done or there was not really a lot going on, then I would have had you guys in fifth. But I got your um scumbag bitch rivals, Lazio in fifth. They've done a decent amount, but obviously the Lazio doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, we'll win against um, certain clubs, but then we'll struggle against these guys. They, I, they have an identity. They're they're the one team with the identity crisis. Like they can't pick. Oh, we're gonna win against the small teams, but put ill against the big teams, you know. So I just think based on their inconsistency, I still think they're t- going to finish in the Europa Europa League, but. Th- they could make the push for the Champions League, but I don't think they'll have enough to be able to pull that off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. I just realized what I'm going to say about them, and the fact that you just said that makes me, makes me feel miserable for what I'm going to have to say when I get to them. 
anyway, so so uh, I'm in fourth, right? That's correct. Okay. First things first. AC Milan fourth, but I don't I don't really I don't really think they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're not they don't have a vision and they're not putting this thing together. They let Sandra Sonali go. And if you saw him against Aston Villa last weekend, oh my goodness. He was he was <laughs> he he was in, incredible. And you think of him now in that AC Milan team that that has upgraded, not upgraded, but they've added pieces. I mean, it, this AC Milan team, if they signed everyone they signed on top of keeping Tenali, but the fact that Tenali's not there gives them an opportunity to fuck, it, fuck this up. Now, my arch nemesis, Christian Pulisic, is arriving, but I actually think it's a really good deal, and I think he's going to do well. Now, my one, my one rule for Christian is this. When Liao gives you the ball, don't fucking miss it. <laughs> That's all he has to do because you, you get on his good side, you get, he'll, he'll feel more confident giving you the ball. I think he's going to do well. The midfielder they brought from AZ is good. And then they brought in all these, uh, like, wingers. And I, it's, it's a little confusing to me because all like, the players that they've already brought in, they have Liao, Pulisic, and now they have, like, three other players that play that exact position. I think they're trying, they tried to bring in as much as possible. And then they, they brought in uh, Musa from Valencia, which I think is a horrible deal. So this could fuck up because AC, as, as good as Liao is, that, the, the heart and soul of that team was Tenali. And Tenali is not someone that can be replaced by anybody. There's very few players you could sign that would, could replace Sandra Tenali. Uh, so I think that's going to fuck them up. But I think just, because, just based on their talent level and the, the type of players that they, ha- they have that, co- that squad, now whether they're going to be handled correctly is a whole different thing or, or, or all that. But, but I do think that AC Milan will finish in the top four. But I, I think it's going to be close. But I think they have a slight edge against Roma just because – Roma didn't basically get the striker they needed. Um, but I think AC Milan could do well. But, again, the coach I just don't believe in. With a different coach, maybe they go further. But I, I just think this could go well for AC Milan. I think the ceiling, the, the floor is fourth. Um, but, yeah, so so they'll either get fourth or they'll slide out and it'll be a disaster. Um, but I think they're at least fourth just because of the, the type of players that they have in their team. And basically, only be, not only, but, but primarily because Rafael Liao is is there and that's that's a big reason uh it's a big uh multiplier when you think of what these little details will mean and i think M- milan finished in fourth in fourth i actually have roma um i mean yes you lost a couple people but you brought in zapata who when healthy is a machine and could give you the at least 15 goals or more a season you have a lot of players coming back from their loans that could get provide you those high those moments of class and brilliance, and you also have Jose Mourinho who may is like a shell of his former self, but knows still has his wits about him and knows how to operate a team. And I do believe that once you guys get cooking and everybody starts gelling cohesively again you guys should at least finish in the top four. I mean, I, if anything, I see you guys finishing no lower than fifth. I wish I could be that optimistic, but I, it, it's nice to hear. <laughs> um, now, speaking of something I have no pleasure in saying whatsoever, because I hate them so, so much, but I can't just blindly say, oh, I, I don't like Lazio, so I'm just going to pretend they stay they, they, 
the thing is what you said about them, the mental thing, that's true to date. I think that's about to change. Now, when they, when they, they sold Savage, I'm like, oh, they're going to get fucking rolled now. And then they, then these fuckers went to, went to Kamada and said, oh, well, we'll sign you then. So they replaced a elite midfielder with another elite midfielder, which is annoying. Now, the only, the concern I would have from Lazio perspective, they're good defensively. They're good. They're pretty, they're deep. They're not decent. They're, they're okay in the midfield. They're not exceptional, but they're good. They have a great goalkeeper. It's, it's Immobile. Now, Immobile is awesome, but he's older, and I'm not sure he can give you the goals. They brought in somebody else from um, uh, some team in Spain who did well last year, but I, I, don't, I can't really put a lot of faith in the goals going up, at least in the attack. Um, on top of that, I think the, the way they kind of handled the window – did well, and I think I just rate Maruto. Sorry, that highly. And as much as I'd like to to pick Roma to finish ahead of them, I can't do it because the team is set up really well, and I think they can. I think they can. They can be quite exceptional, um, and I actually think they could finish second. Now, I think they, the reason I would hesitate on that is because some of the some of the individuals on those other two teams. But I, I think Lazio will be right there. And again, I, I hope this whole thing implodes and they, they stink, and then they're 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 booing. Uh, sorry off after every match, but I also live in reality and I know that Lazio are a strong team that came out their best season in, in, tw- in 20 years and they're only going to build on that. And again, they didn't add a lot, but they added enough. So, so at least to, to at least be able to, to finish around that area. And as much as I would like them not to finish in the top three, I think they will. And I think they'll, they'll, I don't think even fourth place will be, be on their back that much. I think they'll they'll finish. I'm getting that out a lot in front of, of fourth place, but I think I think their Champions League status will never be under threat this season. And third, I have the no, my noisy neighbors across the way, AC Milan. Obviously, they lost King Charles. Um, they lost to Nali, but they brought in Pulisic who, if he's not selfish and knows how to fire a ball into the back of a net and gets really cooking with this team, they could be a threat. Even, But I still think that due to, it's due to the lack of, I would say, vision and clarity of like their direction that they're going this upcoming season is not really all there yet. I don't think that they'll finish in the top two, but I still finish think that they'll finish in the top three based on some of the key pieces that they have brought in. But like I said, once that vision becomes clear, I think they'll be off to the races. All right. So in second, I have Napoli. They've after, they absolutely ran through everybody yet last season. They were exceptional. They did all these amazing things. It was a historic moment. They were one of the best teams in the world last season. Again, Nap- classic Napoli fucked them, fuck over themselves in Europe, but but in the league they were they were ruthless, and I think they can be ruthless again just because Victor's not going anywhere. Um, uh, Kavar, uh, sorry, uh, Kavija Kavarashalia, I think is going to have another terrific season. I think he's only going to build what he did last season. Um, but I'm basing kind of Napoli also lost Kim Him Jade, the Korean zombie in, in the back, which means Merritt's going to be under pressure more often, and I don't think Merritt's a very good goalkeeper, so he's going to concede more goals. Uh, they haven't really brought in anybody per- at all. I think Raspadori could take another step forward, and I think that's what they need to do if they really want to p- put pressure on the top. Um, I think that they have all the materials in certain ways, but they're also lacking things in others. 
I think they're, they're going to be there's going to be pressure on them because of the champions, and I, I could see them kind of falling apart. Um, and not not falling apart in the sense of they're they're not going to be good, but I don't think they'll they'll be able to handle the pressure of being champions and and repeating as champions. And again, Victor staying is huge because I think they have at least the the superstars in the duo to to make things interesting at the top. But I, I you know as good as Napoli can be. Um, and second place is, you know, winning the, winning the league and then coming second is, is, is still very good. Um, but it's, it's, it's just going to come in a different context because um, they're going to finish second. But there's not I, – I don't think there will be a title race. So they'll finish second by default because I think the, the team in first at least should um, finish uh, – not, not a lot, but, but 10-plus points in front of Napoli. But I hope it's very, very, very close because we need a title race, but I do think that um, the other team in question will finish ahead of them without too much difficulty. At least they should do, but Napoli in second. I, to have Napoli in second, I, I, based on the same reasons, I think that they, obviously it was a fairy tale story last season, um, but just now with the pressure of having to maintain that title defense, it's going to be hard for them to like keep up with that kind of pressure, but obviously they have a great team and can are capable of doing great things. But due to the pressure alone, I think they will struggle a little bit because of that. All right. So I'm first, I'm picking the team. I've picked the last, the last two years that have fucking screwed me over by not doing what I've, what I've requested of them. Um, but again, this is, Inter was at their best five times last season out of 38 games in the league and another 18 in the Champions League or something like that. They need to be at their best more often, but obviously last season at their best, no one, no one touches them. Okay. They lost Jacko. That's, that's unfortunate. They, they basically bounced back of that with getting Marco Arnautovic. Now he's, he's an asshole, but he can, he can at least play Jekyll's role. Um, and he can he can give enough. You don't have to spend a lot. He's an older player, but I think he can give you enough from a, a depth perspective. Then you brought in Marcus uh, Theron, and I know he's capable of scoring goals. My only question would be whether he can he can hit, you know, wh- whether he can find the back of the net more regularly when the chances come. Will he stick them? I think it's a good partner to have with Lataro because Lataro is very athletic and, and very intelligent and likes to likes to drift wide. Um, Marcus Duran likes to like likes his, likes to be in the middle, likes to be a goal poacher, and I think those two will complement each other very well. So, in just in those two signings alone, you replace uh, Lukaku, who may not even play a game this season for anybody, and then you, and you do replace, not mention his name ever again. And then you have Jacko, uh, who's who's gone to Fernabache, but but you replace both of those. Then you look in the midfield. You lost Brozovic, but you you, you basically. Uh, uh, sorry, you, you you take them. You one of the best midfielders in the league comes. You've made signings all over the place. You got a young center back for the future who's going to play well. You got Summer and Odero as goalkeepers. I mean, you lost your goalkeeper, but you still. I mean, they they had the best window they possibly could have had. And I again, it's it's not happened yet. But you're going to get that kid from Udinese, and you have Ansali in, in year two. You still have Barella, Ch- Chalanal, who I and on and on and on and on. I can go on forever. Um, so, with that being said, Inter has no excuse. They need to win the league. I don't want to hear anything about ownership. 
I don't want to hear anything about the coach. You just win the fucking league. It's that simple. Inter fans cannot complain. The entire like you can complain if you lose a big game, but you should not be complaining about things outside of the football pitch because you have the team to do it. I would expect we, uh, they're going to win the league. I think they'll they'll go to the final of the Copa Italia and lose to Mourinho, of course. <laughs> no, they're they're at least making the the the, the final of the of the, um, of the Copa Italia, and I think quarterfinals of the Champions League. I think they can do all three of those things. And uh, again, with what with what's happening with City and Bayern and Real Madrid. I don't think they can make the final again, but they can get to a quarterfinal, semifinal, even maybe. So they have everything in their in their corner to be able to do what they need to do. They just they they, if they no excuses. They just got to do it because I, I just think they're that much better than everybody else. And that includes Napoli. I expect them to win this league by at least six points. Um, but again, if you don't win the champ, or Champions League, you don't win Copa Italia. Fine, you got to win the league because this is the best chance you're going to get. And obviously, in first, I have Inter. Obviously, we lost our – to me, even though Sommer is a great goalkeeper, it is a slight downgrade from Onana. But yep. once – and, of course, we got our – like that other goalkeeper who has a backup because, obviously, we lost Handanovic as well. Um, But I think once those keep the keepers get acclimated to the – I think it's a little bit of a quicker pace than Germany in some aspects. And they're able to kind of like pick up on the style of Italian play. I think they're going to be great in goal, being able to save shots from like a good range, a close range and stuff. But obviously we lost Brozovic. We lost Skriniar. We lost um, Jekko, but we ha- And we lost that douchebag who's caused more drama than the Kardashians. Um, but, uh, anyway, we have, we're able to like fill those spots fairly quickly. And speaking of that player, Sarmatovic, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Tomorrow, I actually have word that either it will, the doors will, there's been a lot of drama behind the scenes with like the, the terms Udinese and the player have agreed to terms, but it's like the agent and the dad that are not happy and they're kind of making all these changes and stuff. So it's either going to end where we finally are able to get back on track with that deal or the the deal is going to shut in a negative way because of all this drama that's gone on behind the scenes. So we'll see what happens. But if I have we- a prediction. I have a prediction on that, if you don't mind. This is what I think is going to happen. So... um so the deal will eventually get done, but he will he will not be an interplayer um, uh, on uh, this weekend. So I think he will he will sign within the first three weeks of the season. I think maybe second game he'll be an interplayer, maybe play the third week. But I, I think he'll play the first game of the season with Udinese, and I think he'll be an interplayer by the next week. That's my prediction. I don't know. I have no basis of it. Just that that's what that's what I feel like is going to happen. Like I said, I'm in the know because I got people who know people. And so, like I said, tomorrow will be the decisive day for that. If they are able to sign him, I definitely 100% agree that there is no excuses. Obviously, we've had a broke owner who hasn't really invested in this team, but we may do with what we ha- with the money that we've had available by selling some key players. 
Um, and we've also done a great job getting some loan deals that we could finish up if we obviously with the option to buy next season, we've really utilized the money that we did have available to us and did a great job replacing those empty spaces in a fairly quickly fa quick fashion, which is something that I wanted to see from the get-go, especially since we lost a lot of the key pieces that were there with us for a very long time. So there is no excuse why we can't win the league. Obviously, you can't blame Zagi. You can't blame shitty-ass Zang, who could still fuck off for all I care. There, this, if we lose this, it'll be... Like I don't at that point I have no excuse or reason why we lost the league because we have the team to go and snatch it and I think we will win another Copa Italia and I also think we'll make at least the quarterfinals if not the semifinals of the Champions League and obviously Super Copa who gives a fuck I used to be excited about it but this season yeah who cares but at least for me personally even if we focus on the domestic trouble. It'll be at least something, but this year we have everything that we have. Obviously, we're also former champions ourselves, but I think this is the year that Inter gets that second star. And if we lose it, I there there really is no reason why or no way to explain why we lost the league until obviously the end of the season. Agreed. And um, due to time, we will be cutting this a little short. I had a little bit of something extra going into this, but unfortunately, That's right. not a chance to get to it. Next so week. until next week, we'll see you guys on the next one. And before we go, I will, we are going to make a promise to get content out to you guys more regularly. Last, last season was crazy, so now that things have kind of settled down, we'll be trying to work on getting content to you guys on a more regular basis and stuff in the future. So with that, we will see you guys next week.